This is Ron Thurston, and today I'm live from the Airstream in Malibu, California, with Bree Jacoby, the founder and CEO of Bree. Welcome to Retail in America. This podcast is part of the Retail in America tour, my year-long journey to discover incredible retail heroes all across the country, celebrating our retail culture, community, and careers. Go to RetailPride.com or on Instagram at RetailPride to see it all, including past podcast episodes, playlists, and future cities on the tour. Bree Jacoby is an LA-based entrepreneur, stylist, founder, and all-around powerhouse. If you work in retail or sales in any capacity, you won't want to miss this conversation. But before we get started, I want to thank the three important title sponsors for the Retail in America tour and this podcast. Spotify Advertising. Spotify has grown to over 420 million monthly unique registered users around the globe, over half of which are supported on the ad platform. Spotify Advertising will help you reach and target your audience across devices, locations, and formats. Ubic. Ubic is a frontline employee experience platform. It's an all-in-one mobile app that provides retail leaders and their frontline teams with inclusive communications, mobile learning, and digitized task management, all in the flow of work. And KWI. KWI is the industry's only true turnkey omni-channel platform for specialty retailers. With over 35 years of experience, let KWI help you execute flawlessly with the features that matter most, including endless aisle, clienteling, mobile checkout, inventory management, e-commerce, and more. The links to learn about all three of these great brands will be in the show notes and at retailpride.com. And with that, let's get started with the show. So Bree, welcome to Retail in America. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So glad that you came in. So we're in Malibu in the Airstream, and you are an LA native, which sure makes... and it we were chatting earlier and it all started in Malibu for you. So I'm, we're definitely going to hear that story, yes. but it's fun to be full like 360 with you. Yeah, no, it's cool. It just so happened to work out that you're in Malibu and yeah. my whole retail career started here Yeah, and I've known you for a few years now. And, yep. but yeah, no, thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. So I'm going to share a few things just about you and then we're going to take it away. So this is from your website and your business that we're going to speak about a lot today. But you say that fashion and entrepreneurship are in your blood. You're an LA native, as I mentioned, you grew up in a family of entrepreneurs, and you're passionate about trailblazing the style space by making luxury more attainable and empowering people to be the best version of themselves. Your company's mission is to transcend what to wear by revolutionizing how people get dressed and sparking a more personal, confident relationship with style for everyone. By streamlining what you already own, curating purposeful purchases, and digitizing polished looks, you reduce stress, wasted time, and guesswork to make dressing a whole lot more fun and breezy for you, which I, I <laughs> love intended. it. I love it. So take us back, and I know it all began in retail for you. Yes. But tell us more about your story, and then we'll jump into what you're doing today in yeah. your company. So when I was 12 years old, that's when I started my first business, and it was called the Bee Collection, <laughs> and I started making custom jewelry. 
And I would go to school with a clear box, like a little purse. And I would carry all of my jewelry that I had made for the week. And I'd go around and everyone would buy it from me and I'd take custom orders and all this stuff. So my first business was then. I was doing the crystal bracelets and then I stopped doing it for like a year, got back into it when I was about 16. And I was at this jewelry store and this woman was making hand-wired necklaces, okay, that said all these different things on it. And I'm like, are you selling these anywhere? And she said, no. And I said, perfect. I will do it for you. You're going to make them all. I'll tell you exactly what I need you to make. And I'm going to go sell them for you. You were 16. I was literally 16 years old. Okay. I did it for years. And that's when I got into LF. I met the buyer of LF. I'll never forget I'm at Coachella and they ordered like 50 necklaces from me for all the stores, which was really cool. So I went to college for a year in Boulder. It's really expensive. By the time I went to college, I had 60 grand. Okay. And Boulder is 40 grand a year. So when I went to Boulder, I'm like, is it really worth $40,000 for me to be here? I don't love it that much. You know, I'm already over the party scene. I've already done this. I want to get serious about my career. So when everyone else is graduating, I already have a career set up. Yeah. And so that first year, I'm like, okay, I'll spend the 40K. And I was like, you know what? I want to move to New York. I want to live in New York, apply to NYU, didn't get in. My mom was like, you have two options. You can either move to New York and take a loan out for college Or you can move home, start working, and save money and buy a condo. And I said, I'll take that second offer. (laughs) So when I came back, my parents had to sit me down one day because I didn't have a job. I'm 18, okay? And they said, if you don't get serious about your career and get a job, then you can't live at home and we're going to kick you out. And I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, It was an oh, shit moment, right? So I said, okay. I call up my best friend. Her brother's a graphic designer. I'm like, you need to help me make a really dope resume. And the resume he made was sick. It was like Brie Alexis at the top, super bold, like really creative. And you know where I went? I went to Malibu and I applied to every single retail company in Malibu. So retail was my first instinct. I'm like, I'm going to get a job in retail. And mind you, at 16, I'd always been working. I mean, at 16, I worked in the restaurant industry. It's always in the service-based businesses. Mm -hmm. And I... I'm very passionate about helping people, but I didn't know I was going to be in retail. I had no idea. So I just passed out my really cool resume. And then one day I get a call and I'm in school. I'm at CSUN and I get a call from this woman and she goes, hey, Brie, it's Misty calling from Lisa Klein. Oh, just kidding. I mean, Alice and Olivia. Oh, my God. I totally used to work there. Anyway, give me a call back. We're hiring and I want to hire you. So I call her back. I'm like, you are hilarious. Like we immediately just clicked and the rest is history. And that's where I started my career. So I I was working part-time in retail, going to CSUN, studying apparel merchandising with a minor mm-hmm. in marketing. I came up with many different entrepreneur plans for uh, retail. I'll go into those mm-hmm. in a minute. But I really got my knack for selling. I got my knack for marketing. I can't wait to share this story <laughs> with you. And clienteling. Okay. And I realized, oh my God, this is a challenge. My mom goes, Brie, please just stay at a company for more than a year. Just like, please force yourself to build your name. So I took on the challenge. So when I got hired at a and I'm like, I'm going to be here for a while because I'm going to build my name. And at the time, Malibu was, they told me, they prepped me on the whole thing. They go, no one really walks in this store. It's not doing that great. So like kind of good luck, you know, <laughs> and I'm working part time. So I thought I'll take this challenge on. Uh, I'm going to build my name here. I'm going to make everyone in corporate know who I am. Needless to say, I was there for three and a half years. And in my first year, we turned that store around to the number one store in the company. 
I created an email list called Wednesday Wears, where every Wednesday I would send out a marketing like campaign basically saying, hey, here's all the cool new stuff we got in. Here's how you style it, book an appointment. And in Malibu is a community, right? They didn't have email marketing. They didn't do that kind mm-hmm. of stuff back then. And so I took it upon myself to make sure we got everyone's emails before they left to really build a connection when you walked in our store. Because I didn't know if someone's going to walk in in the next day, not for a week. You know, what if you're the only client walking in here for the whole week and you're the only relationship I can build? Yeah. And another reason how we built that store to the number one store in the company was uh, by doing consignment boxes. And so my manager at the time, when she was at Lisa Klein, Lisa Klein was an OG retail company for those listening. If you know Lisa, really the first brand on Robertson that opened and had like sure and tried retail people in her company. And I was sending out boxes because they did that. And Missy told me how to do it. Boxes across the country. So when people would come to my store, I'm like, where do you live? Like Florida. I'm like, great. I'm going to send you a box next week. I'll send you all of our cool new things. Give me your info. I don't give people options. It's like I'm kind of hard to say no to because I don't really give people a way to say no unless that's the last resort. And in that case, I'm kind of like, it's still a maybe though, right? Like it's not like for sure. No. I love this idea about Alice and Olivia, what you're doing, how you're really building your skills. Take us through the next couple of years of your career and then up to as you launch your own company. At Alice and Olivia, I learned a lot. I learned the marketing. I learned sales. I learned client relationships. I got all of my confidence really from that job. Mm-hmm. And I was there for three and a half years. I moved to New York for them. And I had gotten recruited to James Purse at the time. I worked for them for four months running their top store in the country. Here in Malibu. No, actually no. it was in Beverly Hills. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I was an assistant manager. I was really young, running like a $4 million store. And selling was easy. Like, I could sell, you'd walk in my store, I'm like, oh, you want a t shirt and a cashmere blanket? It's going to be $7,000. <laughs> like, it, it was so easy to do it. But I think it's really important to find brands that you're passionate about. I wasn't passionate about being in that brand full time. It just really wasn't my mm-hmm. personality. And, my parents said, why don't you come and work for us? So I worked in my family business for two and a half years okay. and would go into beautiful homes every day. And I helped build an interior design network with them where the you know interior designers are hiring them to do all their window treatments. So I, I learned how to run a business with them. And then my friend got hired at Trunk Club. Long story short, I told myself I'd be there for no more than two years. Mm. They were the most innovative retail company at the time. And that's exactly what happened. I was there for a year and a half. I became one of the top 10% salespeople in the company. I went President's mm-hmm. Club. And at the time, I was already planning my next venture with this company for six months that I was there. And why I started this business. And mind you, I did give them all the ideas. I did say, hey, you know, I really think that we could be doing closet editing, uh, not just selling people clothes. I know it's really great. I loved that job because I didn't feel like I was in retail. I didn't feel like I was in a retail store. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to feel like that anymore. What I wanted to feel like is a business owner that's selling clothes that she loves and I can meet clients and bring them in. And that's what it was for me. So it was a new version of retail. Mm-hmm. That's why that's why I was so passionate about it is getting people to come in. And at Trunk Club, when I was there, most of the stylists there relied on leads coming through, you know, Facebook ads or whatever. Mm-hmm. With me, I relied on networking. So I would go out and network. I'd bring customers in. And you're all in I, New York, right? I was in you're LA. Here. You're here. Mm-hmm, okay. In Culver City. What I realized really fast was it was a lot of the same stuff over and over and over again, very cookie cutter. And Nordstrom is an amazing brand. I would aspire to be a brand like Nordstrom. However, 
I knew that as a salesperson, if I could sell a page denim jean, I could also sell a Rolex. And I should not feel limited to what I'm selling because I'm already building the relationship with the customer. It's kind of like being a real estate agent. If I'm a real estate agent, I can sell any home anywhere. That's exactly how I felt in personal shopping. And so I Hmm. care about creating a better experience for the customer. And they did such a great job and they sold and they did really, really well. But they didn't do closet edits, which is something I feel is incredibly important when it comes to shopping, Mm -hmm. is most customers don't know what they need. They don't know how to shop. They don't know what they need to get rid of. They don't know how to buy anything. And my mission in life is to solve that problem for people. It's to make it easier to get dressed. It's to create a new version of it uh, that you can't get in retail stores or online. And we're the newest new version of retail. You know, we don't own product. We're a dropship company and a membership subscription. Trunk Club did not have that either, which I feel is important. I don't want people to constantly feel like they're hunting for the new customer. I feel like it's important to deep dive with the relationships we already have Mm -hmm. and then work, you know, through referrals and helping people not just shop. It's not just about shopping. That is a big part of what we do and working with our retail partners and, you know, helping move product from retail on the retail floor. But a big part of helping people is helping them figure out how to get dressed and figuring out what they need. And so it's more of a curation of saying, let me get to know you. Let me see who you are. Where do you hang out? Who are you in front of? Mm -hmm. And now I know how to help you even more. It's a much deeper relationship versus going into a store and that's what i'm so passionate about and um building relationships over years customers who've been customers for years with us and it's kind of like i think of our business and this is a very big example that you know you might think i'm crazy but like coca-cola right like you think about coca-cola does a lot of their marketing with they know you through every period of your life, right? From being little, you know, Coca-Cola to when you're older, whatever. With my business, I want people to think of it like that as well, where we're with you when you get engaged, we're with you when you have the baby, we're with you when you when your kid goes to college. Like that is how long I want our relationship to be with the customer. It's just a different version of retail. So our business is a personal shopping service where we start in a closet, we help the customer edit their wardrobe for about 90 minutes. Everything's about 90 minutes with us help you edit the wardrobe, figure out exactly what you need. I have a system and way that we do closets, uh, you know, that I train our salespeople on. And we have a program of like, here's what a male closet needs. Here's what a female closet needs. Here's all the Brie staples. Like we call it the Brie essentials that you need in your wardrobe to build a capsule wardrobe. How do you do that? Mm. And so starting in the closet, it really is about deep diving into that relationship. Where are you going? Where are you headed? What's your budget? It's almost like hiring an interior designer, but for your wardrobe. Yeah. Is it also then, asking questions of what are they most confident in? Absolutely, but what most do people they don't love? know. They don't know. Most people don't know. Huh. Our customer is someone who has the money to shop, but they don't have the time and they don't know how to do it. Yeah. And even if they like to shop, they still don't have time. So with us, it's just about giving you back time that you don't have so you can be with your family or go work or go travel and let us facilitate your entire wardrobe. Mm-hmm. And uh, a big part of it is, you know, again, it's like in retail, what I was so passionate about is selling clothes. 
But it's so much bigger than that because if you don't know what people need, they buy a lot more when you know what they actually need in their closet and you have a better chance of, oh, wait, I know that you're going to a gala next month. Here's all the things, right? When you go into a store, people don't really know what they need and they don't really remember everything they have coming up. So with us, it's, again, building that relationship, building that rapport, getting them to trust my stylist and say, Bree's not here just to sell me because I'm already a subscriber. So if I'm in, it doesn't matter if you spend $10,000 today or $10,000 over a course of a year, right? It's just about being able to build a relationship and um, being a trusted brand. And most of that happens in their home. Oh, yeah. You're not taking people people out because when you and I worked together Mm -hmm. at Intermix, you would come in and pull things that you think your clients would like. And take it to their home. So I really appreciated that. That was a big part of starting this business was changing it from I'm not a retail store. I don't own product. I'm not an online store yet. I want to be an at-home experience. I want it to feel like you're at home with Brie, right? What does that feel like? You know, it's so personal. Shopping is so personal. Mm -hmm. When you're in people's space, you get to know them very fast and you can see how they live. You see what's important to them. I mean, just because someone's wealthy doesn't mean they care about looking good or care about clothing. It's all about what people value. What do you value in your life? For me, it's so much bigger than just, oh my God, this is a beautiful dress that we have in stock right now and you should get it. It's how do I truly change this person's life with their wardrobe? We're with you everywhere you go. Your wardrobe follows you from what you get rid of. How do you resell it? What do you need to buy? And then we help you also digitize what you purchase through us. So for me, it's I, I care about innovation really so much. Uh, working in retail, it was hard for me because I am a trailblazer. I do think outside the box. Mm-hmm. It is so important for me to have a brand that is constantly ahead of the curve. Technology for me is about building our business to be getting all my retailers actually on our on a digital platform where my stylists are shopping online through our retail partner channels and also our customers are too and it's all curated uh and it'll all be drop shipped that'll happen this year that's a, a big thing for us to push is you know not having sales going to stores anymore it's really going to be about getting my brands online right. and doing drop ship right and then curating experiences like high touch community driven events Mm. um where are you going and where are you headed that is who our customer is right are they in aspen this month and they're going skiing Mm -hmm. are they in deer valley are they going to new york are they what are they wearing for resort where are they going to cabo in february so i think it's just really figuring out the customer where are they headed and then showing up in the places that they're going so we know how to speak to that customer but yes we attract a more luxury consumer Ultimately, my goal is to build our business over the course of the next five years where it can be more affordable to people who aren't going to spend $10,000, $50,000, $100,000 a year on clothing, but do value hiring a stylist because they still need help. They still don't have the time to shop. They need the resource to do it and bring on more brands that are more affordable. And sustainability is a big piece of it too. So doing the closet edits, helping mm-hmm. people resell their clothes. How do you, you know, Pre-sell. how do mm-hmm. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, it's a whole, it. it's a play it's on a whole words always. Thing, it's a, of it's, it, I'm building a brand. Why would I think day. different? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm building a brand kind of like So House. You have a membership. I yeah. want people to feel like I feel cool having a membership at Brie because I now I don't have to think about shopping again. I love it. And I can trust my stylist. If I'm even if I if you're in shopping, you're in London, you're in Saint Tropez, whatever, and you want to shop and you're a customer, I want you to know that you can still reach out to us and say, Hey, should I buy this? Yeah. Because we have your back. Like it's it really is about caring about the customer experience. Yeah. And the team that you've built 
to help you do this, most of them are from retail. Mm -hmm. So they have a sense of styling. They have a sense of how retail brands operate. Yeah. And then you're trying to teaching them in your own way, like yeah, how to I do have this, a free, way of, a free way of doing that. So for us, what's important is everyone needs style, right? You have seven seconds to make an impression. And I think it's really important that you feel great with the clothes you're buying. I feel it's important that you're buying things that you actually wear. I think it's important to go through your things and cleanse your life every, you know, new year. Now is a great time to go through your closet and get rid of things that you no longer serve you. It's just you're holding on a dead weight energy and just needs to go. Right. Mm -hmm. And like clothes should make you feel good. It just does. You feel and it good. It should be easy. It should be easy. Yeah. And, you know, we like to build capsule wardrobes that are easy. Right. So in the beginning, when someone gets started with us, it's about the staples. And then from staples, you build on to more fashion mm -hmm. pieces. But it's important to build a collection before you start to go, well, buying one-offs. I don't love one-offs. I like to sell people actual outfits. Mm -hmm. So my team comes from retail. I look for people that have that background. I think it's important to be a servicer. I think what differentiates my team more than anything is the fact that I hire people that really care about the customer experience, not just about selling. I don't just want a great salesperson because a great salesperson to me could be someone who doesn't give a shit about the customer and they're just in it for the sell. And that is not my business. My business is not a transaction. It's a, it's a transformation. Yeah. And so it's about building relationships and leaving marks on people and saying, Oh my God, I had the best experience with my stylist at Brie. So I hire people that really care about the customer that are like, that looks bad. Take that off. Here's another mm -hmm. thing. Or like, I always tell my people, my salespeople this too. I'm like, if you had an appointment that you're not proud of, do it complimentary the next week. I just need the customer to love us. Mm -hmm. So if they're not happy, if you know when you have a bad sale, you know, you know, I don't even tell you, you know when it wasn't up to mark and just say, I can do better. And think of it as a challenge and just get better and just give the customer a lasting impression where they want to come back because right. they remember you. And so Yelp reviews and reviews and I encourage and I pay my team for reviews. I pay for referrals. Mm -hmm. I'm really big on that. And this year, for anyone listening, I want to build the business on the styling side more as an agency where we okay. can bring on stylists who either have a book of business and pay you for your book of business. I've already built the model that works. So I already know the membership pricing. I have the brands. I mean, we have a plethora of brands, mm -hmm. Mr. Porter, Netta Porte, Intermix, you name it. We probably have them in the platform. Mm -hmm. And um, I'd love stylists with their own business, but I would also love stylists that don't have that. Maybe they're a celebrity stylist. Maybe they're on set stylists and they're incredibly creative and amazing with styling, but they don't have a book of business. They want to get in personal shopping and I can also hand them customers to service with us. So I am going to be hiring this year. I really do need people that can bring it, you know, have the energy, have the mindset that they care about innovating the space they care about the customer experience mm -hmm. they want to be a part of a different version of retail that is you know i believe that we are the future of how people will get dressed interacting with their device mm -hmm. um you know looking at their phone and saying hey, what did brie tell me to wear today great here's what brie told me to wear which sounds strange to people until you've actually worked in the business and you realize how true that is oh my gosh i know i've had it too of like i don't know what shoes to wear oh what should gosh. i do ron i, I need help i'm going here i i've had it too you know what's funny too people think oh my gosh you must have a lot of female customers and it's funny half of our business is men mm -hmm. yeah. and first of all guys are incredibly easy to shop for but I don't think a lot of people understand the male side of the business. I didn't until I got to Trunk Club. 
but men are so easy to work with and they do need so much help. And our customer, again, is a person that wants the help. They don't really know it. We do have like the Harvard grad who doesn't know anything about style. No offense if you've been to Harvard or went to Harvard, but there's a lot of like alumni that I've worked with that has no clue how to get dressed and they're wearing, you know, oh my gosh, just, I can't even dockers and like just bad. And those are the best people to work with because transformations are like, it's mind blowing what you can do to someone's life. I bet. And I mean, we do everything. We'll tell you what sunglasses to buy. We'll tell you what reading glasses you should get, what hairstyle you should do, you know, everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, it isn't just like, here's a suit. It's, I care about you, you know. I yeah. want you to be. I want you to feel like you. It's a better version never of, felt better. of yourself. Or yeah. A different version. Hundred percent. A hundred percent. And then you know we also have women and working with a lot of single women, career focused women, moms. Moms are amazing. They don't know mm. how to get dressed after their bodies changed. Women with fit issues. We have a lot of people that are really petite. They have no idea what brands they should be shopping. Most people go shopping all day just to buy maybe one or two things or they shop online, get a whole bunch of clothes into their home Mm -hmm. and then they have to return most of it because they don't like any of it. And they buy one thing, goes in their closet and they still don't know how to wear it. And every single time I talk to a new lead, when I used to handle online leads, I would say this and it would just get people every time. They're like, that's exactly what's happening to me right now. And I need a different experience because this isn't working. So my goal is to really build us to the number one place to shop. Uh, and get dressed, get styled, Mm -hmm. and we have the best stylists. Amazing. This being retail in America, how do you think about that complement of what you're doing with traditional brick and mortar, which will still be here, but you're you're thinking of it in like new, innovative, future ways, which I really appreciate. How do you describe that within the industry? I would say for us, it's, I'm a digital store. I'm a digital dropship store, just like Farfetch. With high-touch service. With high-touch service, Mm -hmm. exactly. I mean, I'm a very, very, an ant size compared to Farfetch, right? But that would be an aspiration for me, is to build a brand that is a household name. And we have hundreds of stylists. We have hundreds of thousands of customers, which would be my ultimate dream. Uh, People spending $3,000 to over $100,000 a year on clothing, they get all of their services through us. We have a stylist that's virtual. We have a virtual team. We have an in-home team. Mm -hmm. And then helping retail brands without them having to invest in a ton of product or open new brick and mortar stores, but helping them on the digital age with dropship from their factories. That I think is the future of um, wholesale. We're a new version of distribution, I would say. Because we don't own the product. I don't want to own product. So like one thing I'm passionate about, for example, for retail in America is finding brands that maybe people don't really know of Mm -hmm. and getting them in front of the customers that they should know that Mm -hmm. they would never really have access to because our customer isn't looking for the brand. Our customer is like, I don't know where to go. What do I do? And so it's on my stylist. I don't know if that brand's for me. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think it's fun. I would really love to build a community this year and even have brands come in and speak and I host like a dinner series and I interview the you know designer and I bring in our top customers and I make it fun it should be fun getting dressed should be fun I mean you're buying clothes for Christ's sake we're not you know solving cancer here we're selling something that's fun and pretty and it should be it makes you feel good it makes you feel good oh my gosh there's nothing better than getting a outfit that you feel fantastic in and I also really believe in charity 
I would love to have a give back program in our business. I don't feel that just because you have money makes you any better. I think anyone and everyone should feel great in their clothes. Mm -hmm. And Dress for Success is something I did with my team a while ago. I should do it again this year and helping women uh, go back into the workforce and going on interviews and how do you dress for that? It's just, it's so much bigger. I think really the base for us is helping people. It's just helping people and we happen to be doing that through clothes. Yeah. But it's a huge part. It's a huge part of how you show up. Totally. And you think about retail pride or having pride in yourself, choosing how you show up with pride, often that is centered around your wardrobe. And totally. Do you have the ability to do that? Do you have the confidence and, and sometimes the knowledge? And you, I'm sure, work with clients that then feel confident enough oh to gosh. like do it on their own. Yes. And, and that uh, probably yes. feels great. You know what? So, so thinking on that, because you know, the business for us really is you come in, you know, for their first year, we're building your closet, right? It's really about building second year is kind of maintenance, like, okay, I'll still buy things. But the yeah. first year really investing in your wardrobe. And then it's how do I get dressed and then digitizing their closet, telling them how to get dressed digitally. I don't have an app yet. It's something we want to do. But my ultimate dream is again, you'll have an app. So for us, if we already own your wardrobe, and you have you know, your iPhone, whatever, you can be able to see your whole closet and it'll tell you how to get dressed. You know, what day are you going to an event? You can connect Brady to your cl- you know, your calendar. Mm-hmm. That's my ultimate dream. So mm-hmm. I'm very hopeful. I know I'll be able to do it. It'll take me a minute to do my full ultimate dream <laughs> to really change uh, the future of how people get dressed. But it will be about the digital side, which is just like clueless. Basically, yeah. we've sent people to the moon, but we have really no clueless app yet. And so that's what I want for people is so that. they can still get dressed, whether they're buying clothes or not, they can still get dressed every day with these. Wow. So fun. And and I really appreciate our friendship and relationship over the last few years. I love watching what you're doing. Like I, I, <laughs> I follow you and I think about, you know, how you are changing the industry. You know, one kind of new customer at a time. It changes people's yes. perception yeah. of an industry and particularly people that have large scales of influence. It really does impact the entire industry mm-hmm. when companies are doing things in new and innovative ways. Thank because you. it's not it's not happening as fast as it should, What's I believe. What's crazy is that when I left Trunk Club, there was only one other girl who had left to start a personal shopping business. Since I've left, there's been a lot of people who saw that and were like, oh, I want to do that too. And when I went into Bloomingdale's, Bloomingdale's was the first brand I brought on five and a half years ago. And I said, you don't know me, but you will. And we're going to work out a deal. To this day, we still are the only brand that they've given a deal to, Mm -hmm. meaning we get paid for product we sell. But I know so many personal shoppers now And I mean, I love to help all of them, to be honest. And a lot of them follow me. And I have personal stylists who reach out to me who are like, you've inspired me. Mm. So I don't look at anyone as competition. I think I used to when I was younger, you know, five and a half years ago when I started my company. Now I'm like, how can I help you? Right. First of all, there's millions of people in the world that need to get dressed. There's a million retail stores. There's a million brands. If everyone thought everyone was at a competition, we wouldn't thrive. So I think it's about helping people. I think it's about, I would love to inspire more stylists um, to start your brand or maybe come and join our brand if you don't want to be, you know, your own entrepreneur. I've already figured out the model that works. I've always believed it's 
it's better to not be alone in something if you want to really change an industry. It's better to be a part of a team. Mm. And I like teams. I don't like to work alone. I really love people. You need people. to be around people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. It's because the salesperson in you. It is. It also, my team motivates me to do well for them because I don't want to let them down. So yeah. I'm like, I just want to make them successful. And so a lot of my happiness and my inspiration comes from the people who work for me, actually, because I want to help them reach new heights and grow careers and, you know, really uh, build a a long lasting brand. Incredible. How can people find you? Oh, my gosh, you guys have to go at us on Instagram. (laughs) First of all, my personal Instagram, which I would love you guys to reach out to me personally, I am trying to uh, do speaking engagements with retail companies and help everybody as well. On the retail side, it's at Bree Jacoby, B-R-E-E-J-A-C-O-B-Y. Uh, so come DM me. We'll be friends. We'll hang out. It'll be a thing. And then on the company side, it's at Style with Bree. But the company is called just Bree, all yep. caps. Okay. And, and the then website? website? Yep. Stylewithbree.com. Okay. Uh, our, again, we're a membership subscription, but we do one-off appointments for people too. And then um, just so you guys know as well, if you know anyone interested or anything when people start with us we get them in a in their first 30 days we give them every experience so we start in the closet we do a shopping appointment and we style them so they can see everything that we you know the value of what they're getting and then at that point they can either sign up you know for the year they can do one off they can buy packages whatever works best for the customer people buy it as a gift oh yeah oh my god i just yep gotta reach out for this woman who wants to buy her son a personal shopping appointment i'm like done get him the intro package and then he can become a member great, great gift idea yeah, yeah, it's just, you know, it's it's so fun. We meet people all the time, everywhere. Anyway, this morning before this, I was at a networking event with a bunch of guys. And I'm like, do you hate to shop? Do you not have time? Cool. You should hire us. So, yeah, it's fun. And if you, yeah, it. if you're in retail, uh, you know, you're a stylist and you're working in stores and you are a creative, meaning also innovative. I, I think I was always the person at retail companies coming up with ideas and I just wanted to be heard. Mm-hmm. I hire people that feel that way, mm-hmm. that were like me, who really have ideas, who want to bring something to the table, who think outside the box. Right. Yeah, reach out to me. I also love to mentor young people. Okay. I would love to mentor somebody who just kind of needs a little bit of a handholding or support. And yeah, I told you at 20, in my 20s, I did not know. I did not know. So here don't you feel are the pressure. Offering it back. Yes. Paying it forward. A retail is the only reason why I am successful and I got to this point. It, I give it to Alice and Olivia and Amazing. I give it to them. It's a good way to end. Yes. Thank you for coming to Malibu. Thank spending you for time with me. with me this morning here in the Airstream. By the way, the chicest Airstream of all time. It's like James Purse created an Airstream and was like, here you go. Would it's you a like collab to buy this? Without it, it really being a collab. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. really, seriously. Thank you, Brie. Thank, Thank you so you. much for having me. God, Thank it was you. A pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Brie, for being on the show today and to everyone for listening. I want to thank my producer, Roy Peretz and Dean Albach, who's the audio engineer for the Retail in America show. Subscribe at RetailPride.com and follow me on Instagram at RetailPride to see all of the details about the Retail in America tour. And with that, keep your Retail Pride strong, and I will see you on the road. Retail in America.